use your image to work for you that when yeah. you walk in a the room, they're like, whoa, yeah. who's this coming in here today? Yeah. Hey, welcome. Yeah. We're Clothing helps to manage the perceptions of others. When you look hood, people treat you hood. Brand yourself for the career you want, not the job you have. Welcome to another inspiring episode of Podcast with Sheila, the podcast that is spreading positivity around the world by sharing inspiring life experiences. He is an award-winning author, a trainer, and speaker. He has been featured on CNN, Black Enterprise, our world television show, 700 Club, BET, and the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We have with us today Dr. Alex Ellis, who will be sharing with us his life experiences that led him to the man he is today. We will talk at length about the importance of personal branding amongst others. As usual, we aim to motivate, inform, and inspire you. Hello, Dr. Ellis, and welcome to Podcast with Sheila. Good morning, Sheila. It is such a pleasure to be with you and your audience today. Thanks for having me. It's an honor, really. In brief, who is Dr. Ellis? Where does he come from? Just the basic stuff before we set it all rolling. Yes, so I am an entrepreneur. I'm a professional speaker and award-winning author. I'm located in New Jersey. Um, and so uh, I am a graduate of North Carolina a and I graduated with a degree in engineering. And uh, I've never worked a day in engineering in my life. So as going through, you know, matriculating through uh, undergrad, I realized um, this really isn't for me. And so we just didn't have the money for me to switch majors like in my sophomore year. Mm -hmm. So I figured, okay, let me just go ahead and go through with this engineering degree and anyone that would be interviewing me, um, even, if it was, even if it was for a different line of work, they would still respect the rigor of an engineering degree. And um, graduated and got out of college and was like, I know that engineering is just not what I'm, I'm built for. I'm not passionate about engineering. Mm-hmm. But, but I've, I've learned, Sheila, that purpose leaves clues. And when I look back through my life, my entire life, I've been speaking. I've been communicating, right? So I was a kid in church on Easter Sunday doing a recital. Or in high school, I was on the debate team. Or in college, I was a part of Toastmasters. I was always um, communicating. And so um, now, as <laughs> a professional speaker, once I paid attention to my life, and oftentimes I find... Sheila, we pay attention to everybody else's life. Celebrities and politicians and athletes, and we know who they're married, who they divorced, how many kids they have, uh, when is the next movie they're dropping, how many points they scored in the game last night. But I think that we have to turn that attention inward to really look at our own lives and pay attention to see what really inspires us, what I don't believe that you should get up every day. Oh, I gotta go to work. Oh, girl, I'm at I'm at the job again. 
No, I think that you should get up. All right, let's go. This is my this is my day. I'm gonna kill it. I'm a crush it. I'm excited yeah. about impacting lives. I just I just think that you can live life with purpose that that's that's filled with passion and, yeah. and it just lights you up and excites you every day. Yeah. And so now that I've found my purpose, which is to do my my ultimate call is to help people present the best of who they are to the world. Mm. Right. So whether that's through training them to speak, um, whether that's through styling them, because I style men as well. So fashion is a big part of of my brand or whether it's helping people with their personal brand. Right. Their their reputation um, professionally. Um, I'm just I'm just so excited about about sharing those things and really helping to inspire people to live their best life. Great. So if I understand you correctly, finding your purpose is that thing that brings excitement to you when you think of yes. doing it. And that is what we have to pursue. I'm excited for us to be talking about this today. I think a couple of weeks back, as well as a couple of months back, I'd interviewed two gentlemen. One of them was, I think was an engineer as well, and he had stopped to pursue teaching. He had practiced engineering for a very long time, finally realized okay. that is not for him, changed the whole yeah. career back to teaching. Then another one I just interviewed not too long ago, also worked in the marine, realized it wasn't for him, changed now into fitness and other things. And I totally resonated with all of you because that is me. <laughs> that is a, it's entirely me. And I know there are a lot of people out there who don't even know yeah. their purpose in life and wondering what to do next. Most people have found sure. themselves just doing what others are doing because they think if somebody is selling here then i have to go there and then realize this is not for me by then they would have wasted so many years what can we say to people like that so in the realm of personal branding i find that people are in i find people in in, in two lanes right oftentimes yeah. um people um, are establishing their brand, right? They might just be out of high school or just be getting their career, and they're trying to um, establish their reputation in a particular field. Yeah. Then there are others, right, yeah. that are like, I've been doing this for so long, but I want to do something else. Maybe it was fulfilling at one time, but it's, but it's not anymore. Yeah. Or maybe I did that just to get by i had to pay for my kids tuition i had a mortgage i was in a marriage and i had to contribute or whatever and so now i'm in a dis different season in my life and i just realized it just doesn't do it for me anymore yeah. and i want to do something i want to do something else and so I, I i think with that um it's never too late to rebrand yourself yeah. and that you could have spent 20 years in engineering and then turn around and rebrand yourself as an author or rebrand yourself as a coach or rebrand yourself as um, a baker or a designer or something totally, uh, totally different. Um, I think that you can absolutely do that. But I think what's important is that you realize that your brand is built on authenticity. Yeah. Right, because oftentimes we're trying to build our brand based on somebody else. I want to be the next Oprah. I want to be the next. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, no, don't don't be the next. Be 
be you exactly. and be your authentic self and that's that's the beauty of it right that that God has graciously given each of us a unique gift a unique talent and so I don't care whether there are 50 other people doing the same thing that you do no one does it quite like you and and so it's becoming comfortable in your own skin it's finding out what you what your uh, your unique selling proposition right so there are other people that style but no one styles like me there are other people that bake cupcakes but nobody bake cupcakes cupcakes like me because my cupcakes have whatever so it's finding what 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 you uniquely bring to the table exactly. and really highlighting that for potential customers and clients I totally agree with you you know when you said you, you may think a number of people are in your field, but yeah. you have something, you, you sounded just like my uncle, because I remember so many years ago when I just come out of school and I was struggling to find a job and I decided to do something by myself. So I started a fashion magazine and just when, and the oh. concept was, this was back home, back then in Ghana. So the concept was to use our African prints to style Western, to put them in Western styles. And okay. at that time, it wasn't common. Now you have them all over the places. Because, in, <laughs> yeah, in those days, you would find our mothers, our grandmothers wearing our African prints. You would never find a young girl or... Got it. Because it wasn't appealing. So the sure. idea was to put them into appealing styles and all. And just when I came out with my magazine, someone else came up with the same concept with their magazine. And I was, I remember I was crying. I was thinking, oh, somebody's doing my idea. My uncle said... You have the idea. Somebody else might have had the idea, but it doesn't stop you from pursuing the dream because you're unique, and there's something unique about you that you have to bring together with the magazine, and that will set yours apart. And I think that calmed me down. So when you said that, it reminded me of what he had said to me back then. But what impact does a person's image have on their life and forward progression? So, so Sheila, let's be honest. People make assumptions about you simply based on how you look. Yeah. Whether whether you whether you think it's fair or not, that's that's just the reality. Yeah. Like I I've gone into a department store um, one week. I go into a department store, and I went on a Saturday, right? Mm -hmm. And I was out playing basketball or doing something, and so I came in with like sweatpants and a t-shirt on and it was a high-end um, department store mm. and I, you would have thought I was invisible I mean they walked past me like I wasn't even in the store so I was like wow that was strange normally they're much more friendlier than, than, the, than they are today yeah. and so uh, I happened to uh, go to church on Sunday mm -hmm. and I was like you know what I'm going to go back and get that was a tie i'm gonna go back and get that tie yeah so i'm coming after church yeah now i'm in sunday attire so i have a suit a shirt and a tie yeah and i go back into the same store and they oh, oh excuse me hi can i help you can um would you like something to drink while you wait i'll go get it for you is there anything else that you i mean night and day yeah how they responded to me i'm the same person and, and Sheila, i'm six seven so I'm, I'm oh, tall yeah. so you couldn't miss me yeah. so it wasn't like they missed me yeah. but like it was it was how I showed up exactly. and so in a business 
that makes commission yeah. based on what I spend as a customer. Yeah. Right? For me to come in dressed yeah. like I yeah. was on Saturday, they assumed yeah. I wasn't trying to spend any money. But coming in with a suit, shirt, and tie, they assume, okay, this guy has means. And so, you know, if, if I handle him, if I take care of him, I'm going to make a lot of a lot of money um, on his sale. Yeah. Um, which could have been the furthest thing from the truth, right? I mean, me coming in with sweats doesn't mean I didn't have a, a pocket full of money or, or an American Express credit card that I was ready to use. But it is true. And so... What I, what I stress to people is to, with that awareness, use your image to work for you, not against you. Exactly. And especially as people of color, like we have enough strikes against us. Yeah. So let, let's operate, let's operate in excellence. Yeah. Even in how you show up. And so I'm not saying that, you know, you always have to have on, you know, a dress and a hat or a suit and a tie. But what I am saying is, even when you're casual, yeah. still let there be a level of, of excellence. Exactly. Look like the, the professional um, that you say you are. So I, I had a coach um, that I was working with one time for my speaking career. Mm-hmm. And I, I was telling my coach, I really want to, I want to raise the bar with my prices. Like, at that time, I wanted to... I wanted five thousand dollars of speaking engagement, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I was expressing to my my coach. I was like, you know me, like I have at this point, I had a master's degree, a doctorate degree. I have been speaking for a number of years, and I knew people with less qualifications that was making even more than I was making. And so he said, you know, well, I've looked at your, I've looked at your website, and he said, I know you want five thousand um, dollars for a speaking engagement. But do you look like a five thousand dollars speaker? And I was like, "Ooh, okay. Um, let me get back to you." So let me go back. And so I, I had to redo my pictures. I had to elevate my website. That I took my website to to another level. I had to really package myself. Yeah. Um, because the content was there. Like when I showed up, I did my job. But that was on the stage. Yeah. But prior to that, people have to um, uh, see enough in in what you're pre- presenting in yeah. your your press release or your bio or your website, your LinkedIn page, your social media pages. Like all of that has to speak to where it is you're trying to go. And so I stress to people, you know, a huge part of personal branding has to do with your image and just you know just making sure you pay attention to the details make sure when you're posting pictures you know there's sometimes i'm looking at pictures on social media i'm like wait you saw that picture and you still chose to post it <laughs> like that's not a flat it's not a flattering picture of you you know so sometimes even when we take pictures um sometimes our pictures need to be touched up yeah Right. So like when when I take pictures, sometimes I have a guy on Fiverr. Mm. Are you familiar with Fiverr? Yeah. 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 Okay. But I have a guy on Fiverr like for five dollars. Yeah. He'll touch up a picture. Yeah. So he'll smooth my face down or he'll he'll brighten my teeth or whatever. 
he can even slim you down. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, this, this yeah. technology does some amazing things. I mean, they really do. So, but again, what I'm saying is for a few dollars, it elevates my presentation. Exactly. And so that's all a part of, that's a part of, of your image. And I believe your image is so powerful in yeah. um, people wanting um, to engage you and engage your product or engage your service or even engage you in relationships. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, yeah like just take, to take the time to elevate your image. It's so powerful. That is so true. I think uh, quite a while, it's been a while now, and I had met somebody, we're having a, a chat, and this person is a pharmacist, but she does locum. And she was sharing a story with me. She said, she had been called, she had been booked to go uh, and work in a in a company, in a pharmaceutical company. And when she showed up, they looked at her funny. So she said, I'm your pharmacist for today. Then the guy said, are you sure? Said, yes. Where's your ID? He checked the ID. Took a, a, a stern look at her and said, wait a minute. And went to the back office. I think he probably went to check her. And the reason was because she wasn't looking good. Wow. And wow. this is the type, type of person who will say, oh, I can't be bothered about, I'm too busy, I can't be bothered. But sometimes some of these things, you know, yes. in, in the end, well, she was actually was brought in to come and work. But, you know, sometimes you don't want to go through all of those where somebody yes. will have to yes. look at your type of way, you know, before they yes. allow, it, it messes your day up even before you start. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you want, you want, again, use your image to work for you that when yeah. you walk in a room, they're like, whoa, yeah. who's this coming in here today? Yeah. Hey, welcome. We're glad you're here. Yeah. I mean, clothing helps to manage the perceptions of others. Exactly. It really does. Exactly. When you look hood, people treat you hood. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. We, and, and it's unfortunate, yeah. right? Because yeah. I don't think people should judge you. Yeah. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I don't yeah. think people should judge you based on your appearance but it is the reality of the world we live in you know and yeah. so again uh take the extra steps yeah. to make sure yeah. you know when you leave the house that you're representing yourself you're representing your brand your business you know in in a proper fashion yeah, yeah. it really pays off yeah. later on it really yeah. does what can a person do to become more marketable in life and business so I think you could do a, I think you could do a number of things, right? I think that it is important to to share with the world what it is that you do, mm. right? And so and and to do it in a way that makes them want to be a part, yeah. right? And yeah. so I know. Let me speak for um, the slightly more mature audience, right? Okay. Because the younger audience, everything they do is on social media, yeah. right? Yeah. But for those that are more mature, it's like, I don't want to post that. I don't want to go on live. I don't want to be online. But you've got you to gotta let the world know yeah. what it is you bring to the table. Exactly. And so I know for some of us that are more mature, social media can be a pain. Like, I don't, I don't look right. I don't want to, you know, I need to lose some more weight. I need to get my hair done. I need to this and that. But it's like, no, you've got to become comfortable with letting the world know 
what it is that, that, that you have because I believe we all have something to give to the world. You know, whether that's a word of encouragement, whether that's a book you've written, whether that's something you've learned um, professionally, right? And so if you're a nurse and you've learned, you know, as we're going into the fall season, hey, these are some things that you could do to keep your kids safe from getting colds and flus, you know, during the winter season or, or whatever it is. But I think that you have to, you have to have the courage to show up, yeah. right? Yeah. And to consistently show up. Right and share what you're doing with the world, and I know that you even know this, yeah. even with your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you can't do a podcast once every three months. No. Right, no. you gotta be consistent. Yeah. Right, and then you can't do a podcast, and then you don't post it, and you don't you don't share it, or you, you don't drive traffic. Exactly. You know, and it's not a point of arrogance. Yeah. If you got, if you have good news. You share. If you have something that could help somebody, like why would you keep it to yourself? Yeah. 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 Right? Like yeah. if you if you go into a great restaurant, oh my god, this food was amazing. What are you gonna do? Uh, let me let me call my girl. Girl, I'm telling you, I've been I went to this restaurant and the food was um girl, you gotta go to this restaurant. What do you do? You share it with other people. If you go into a store, found great prices, oh my god, I got this blouse and it was seventy percent off. You gotta go to the shop. You share it with other people. And the same thing with with your gifts and your talents and what you bring and offer to the world, you know, you've got to market that. Yeah. And sometimes we feel, if you're in business, sometimes we feel, you know, that it's selfish or that it's about me just making money or I'm trying to take from people. No, you're not trying to take from, even if you're selling something. Selling is serving. Exactly. Let me say that again. Selling is serving, and and, and I know because I, I'm a I, you know, and I, I'm not sure of the faith of your audience, but I know as personally as a Christian, sometimes selling um, became challenging because it was like, oh, I don't want to take from people. I really want to give. I really want to. But selling is serving. It's I'm offering you the opportunity to experience something, to have something that I believe will absolutely improve and bless your life. Yeah. And and just this monetary exchange is just an exchange for I'm giving this to you and you're exchanging the value with giving me money back. But it's not selfish at all. It is actually serving. But let the world know what it is you're doing. Yeah. I mean, with the quality content that you produce on your podcast, you know, people should know about. Yeah. And so it's, it's you're doing nothing wrong and letting people know, hey, listen, check out this next episode mm. of my podcast. I'm telling you the information that we share with the person that I interviewed, I promise you it's going to bless your life. Mm. Like we have to be intentional yeah. about marketing and promoting what it is that we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. What are some common mistakes people make when it comes to personal branding? Oh, wow. Uh, so there, <laughs> there, there are a number of things that I, I think people really should be, should be careful of in personal branding. So one of them is trying to um, do what you see other people do. Mm. Again, I am all about 
creating an authentic brand. And sometimes, you know, social media can be challenging for us because we tend to mimic or copy what we see other people Mm -hmm. doing. And it's like, no, don't just pursue something because that's what you see other people doing. God has given all of us a unique creativity to be different and to be authentic. And so it's important that you show up as yourself and not a and not a version of someone else. Like you were born an original. Like why show up as a copy of someone else? No, be your unique, authentic self. So I think that's one of the things um, that people do regarding personal branding is that they try to to mimic what someone else is doing. The the other the other thing that I think um, that people do is they don't take themselves seriously. Like. If you don't believe it, nobody else will. Right? Like, Sheila, if you don't believe in the value of your podcast, no one else will. If you don't believe that this is something that I'm doing, that I'm passionate about, that I believe is going to add value and improve other people's lives, then then why even do it? And so... I, I want people to believe again. I want people to believe in your business, believe in your career, believe in what, what value you add to the world. But you got to believe it first. You got to take yourself serious first, which means this. Um, the, I, the Bible says where your treasure is, yeah. is, is, is where your heart is. Yeah. Right? So yeah. if, if your heart is in this, then your money should follow. So if you, if you say, hey, I'm really passionate about being um, a fitness trainer. Like I like to train people to exercise and to lose weight and all of that. I, I, I want to be a trainer. Okay, then take yourself seriously, right? So then that means you should get certifications, right? You should train. Like you should have, you know, you should have gone to training classes. You. You shouldn't just be somebody, oh, I just like to work out. Okay, that's great, but what credentials do you bring to the table? What type of coaching and training have you gone through that qualify you to be a trainer at the local fitness center? So even when it came to me wanting to be a stylist, um, being able to coordinate and put things together, but... I, I even had to get certified, I chose to get certifications and to invest in being a part of associations where I would get information yeah. and where I could really level up on what I brought to the table so that when I engaged my clients, I knew that I was operating in excellence. So I think it's important for you to take yourself serious first. And that means investing in you. Right for so for some it means going back to school. Others it might mean coaching. Whatever it is, invest in what you believe in. Because sometimes we're asking people, other people, to invest in it, and we don't even invest in it ourselves. Yeah. Invest in you, not just another pair of shoes, not just are you going out having a good time tonight. No, invest in your in personal development, whether that's books or courses and things like that. That's really going to help you um, expand your knowledge so that then you can serve the world with another degree of excellence. Great.
So in what ways have you transformed and how has that impacted your life? Oh, wow. So one of the best things I did when I, I finally realized that I wanted to be a speaker, um, one of the best things I did was invest in a coach. Hmm. Right? And so, you know, someone who was further along this journey than I was. Yeah. And, and, and so, so let me say, let me say this, Sheila, I've always, I've always been a talented speaker, right? But I was now trying to go from being a talented speaker to getting into the speaking business. Okay. Like there's a difference. So like you can bake cakes, but there's the difference that you just baking cakes at yeah. the house yeah. and you opening a bakery yeah. yeah right it's it's a difference in you liking it like i like to do people's hair yeah yeah and then you opening a hair salon yeah like you, you like to fry chicken that's cool but then you opening a restaurant is a totally different thing yeah. and so there was a business acumen that i needed that i didn't have prior to getting a coach and so the coach helped me on both sides. The coach helped me elevate my uh, the art of speaking, but the other side had to be had to be strengthened as well. And that's the business side of how do I run a speaking business? How do I market myself as a speaker? How do I get booked as a speaker? How do I get rebooked as a speaker? How do I stay top of mind? when people are looking for a speaker in my particular niche, like, so getting a coach was a, it was a game changer. And I, I, I want to encourage, you know, your audience, whatever field, whatever specialty, uh, whatever lane you desire to go in, you know, in, invest in, invest in a coach, invest in somebody that's already there, already doing it. Um, find a mentor. Right. And and be willing to serve. Right. So sometimes even in mentorship, it's like, listen, I, I, I don't I, I just want to help. How can I help? You know, and you help it in volunteering and serving at the same time that you're helping them. You're helping yourself because you're learning. Oh, that's how they do that. Oh, that's why they do that. Oh, I see now. And you're gaining all of that information, which then helps you. Um, you know, to be proficient in your own business and your own career. Um, so mentorship, coaching, absolute game changers when it comes to taking your business to the next level yeah. and your life as well. Wow. What tips do you have regarding looking amazing on a shoe strength budget? <laughs> <laughs> I love I love this question because um, you know, people say, all right, well, Dr. Ellis, I hear what you're saying about image is so powerful and how we need to really present the best yeah. of who we are to the world. But listen, you don't understand. I don't have money like that. Yeah. I'm a single parent mother raising three kids or I just got out of college and I don't have no money. And so, hey, listen, I, I get it. But there are a number of ways that you can elevate your image without breaking the bank yeah right so a, a number of things so so one of the things i tell people is to do do an inventory mm -hmm. right actually go through your wardrobe 
and see what it is that I have right now that that I want to keep. Like, do a purge, right? Let me see what I have, right? And as I'm taking my life to the next level, as I'm elevating my image, okay, what can still stay? Because some of these things, you're like, oh, no, that was... That was the old me, right? Yeah. But that can't go into this next level, this yeah. next version yeah. of me, yeah. right? Yeah. So you purge. You look at what I need to get rid of or what I need to donate. And then, okay, I, I can work with these pieces right here, yeah. right? And so in working with those pieces that you have left, see what's missing. Okay, I need I need a pair of black pants. I need a white blouse. I need the blue shirt. I need a pair of black shoes. So whatever those things are, make a list of those things these are the things that I need and then begin to do begin to do that research right and so there are a number of places that have amazing amazing clothes um, and accessories um, without breaking the banks yeah. so there are outlets there in every in every city yeah. there are outlets there are other uh, other stores that um, that sell designer clothes, yeah. but at a discount price, yeah. right? And so you gotta go. I mean, Sheila, it takes patience, right? You gotta go and look. It does. So in these major department stores, it's real easy. You go in. It's gonna be a price tag for it, yeah. but you can just go in and grab it. Yeah. But these other stores, you might have to spend a little bit more time going through the racks and mm-hmm. looking for. But that's why you gotta keep your list, yeah, because you can. Oh, this is pretty, but that's pink. And you need white, yeah. so put that down. Because <laughs> yeah. you'll spend the money on the pink blouse, but you still get home and realize I still don't have the white one that I need. Yeah. So make sure you got. I, I got my list. I got my list with me, so I know exactly what I need to pick up, and I'm sticking to my list because I don't have a lot of money. Yeah. And you go to those stores, and even their thrift stores. And secondhand stores mm. that I found amazing things, even designer things, um, at those stores, and they're they're gently warm, right? Yeah. And so you get those um, at a fraction of the price, and you take them to your local cleaners, have them dry clean, and then wow, I mean, when you wear it, people are like, oh my goodness, you look so amazing. Where did you get that from? Yeah. And you're like, oh girl, I got this from. Whether it's Goodwill, Salvation Army, any of those type of um, local thrift or consignment shops, they have some amazing things that you can pick up uh, for a fraction of the cost. And then, you know, with with the internet, I mean, it's the beauty of, you know, things that are online now. When you look at eBay or when you look at Etsy or when you look at Amazon, you're able to find oftentimes luxury items at a at a fraction of the cost, and then it allows you to really look amazing without without breaking the bank. And then take care of your clothes, right? You know, when purchase quality pieces, but take care of them. You know, don't just throw your stuff on the floor when you come home, and and you know, no, hang your things up, fold them. You know. Um, if you've gone out somewhere when you when you come home, come home and take your clothes off, and then put on something more casual. But don't just lounge around the house with your finer things. No, take them off, hang your things up, put them back in the closet where they're like you gotta take care of yourself. And that's how you have pieces for a very long time, is because maintenance is key. 
You got to take care of if, if you take care of them, they will last you. When you're purchasing quality pieces, they'll last you a lifetime. They really will. And the other thing, the final thing I'll say is to purchase classic pieces, not this trendy stuff. Yeah. Because when you purchase trendy things, you got to keep buying. Yeah. Because what was in last year is not in next year. Yeah. But if you're purchasing classic pieces, like you can wear that stuff forever and it never goes out of stock. And so I tell people, don't be a trendy dresser. I mean, it's okay to have a trendy piece in, piece in your wardrobe here or there, but really stick with the classic pieces because it keeps you from having to buy over and over.